Hello, I'm Buzz. And I'm Ben. And this week we'll be talking about spooky ice cream boxes, a potatoey Merlot, cheap Chinese cheetahs, and Ronnie's New World Order. Welcome to Backseat Coaches. So we've just been talking about spooky ice cream men. As you do. <laughs> and now I'm scared to turn around. Because <laughs> there's a window right behind me. I got your back. <laughs> no, yeah, but I'll keep an eye on them. You keep an eye out for it. I just don't want to turn around and there's just like 10 spooky ice cream men outside. <laughs> Not even one now. Well, I don't know. It's, I feel like it's like Stephen King's It. <laughs> just ice cream men everywhere. Um, but talking of spooky ice cream men, Tyson Fury was in a fight. <laughs> This is new nickname. I, I, I see. I see what you've done there. <laughs> you told me you had an opener. <laughs> yeah, I've done a really good job. Of it. I thought you just sit here thinking about it all night. <laughs> now put it to bed. Spooky ice cream man, Tyson Fury should have won, shouldn't he? Shouldn't have. Should have won his fight. I don't know. Wilder. Oh, the, yes, he landed more p- punches. Yeah, he but did. He also got knocked he did down, get smacked in the face in the the last round. He. He did really well to come back, didn't he? You only lose, like, one point for a knockdown. You do, yeah. I feel like you should lose one, and they should gain five. Well, it was... For a knockdown like that, where you basically knocked him out, I think yeah. that you have to, there has to be a grading. Because, yeah, he loses the same amount of points for the knockdown that he went down. I think it was the seventh round or ninth well, he round. He sort of stumbled. Yeah, where he just, like, stumbled over and looked a bit, like, bemused. and was like, ooh, silly me. Um, he loses as much for that as getting sparked out in the 12th. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. So, based on the numbers, yeah. um, I, uh, like you can get a complete breakdown of like mm. jabs um, thrown, jabs landed, uh, what they call power hits thrown, mm. power hits landed. He did land more punches. Yeah. But I sort of feel if they don't, if they don't mean as much... Yeah. Then then they shouldn't count as much. Yeah, I think the thing with boxing is that there is a set way of scoring. Yes. And they the footage that I watched, they had a they had a judge on. They had like a an unofficial judge, it wasn't one of the real judges, but he was on he was scoring the rounds. And there is a way to score the rounds. It's like the the there's a bit that's subjective, I think, that the way that controlling the fight is like one of the one of the subheadings of how they score the fight. Yeah. And it seemed fairly clear that Fury was controlling the fight all the way through. Even even in the round the first round where he got knocked down, he came back to actually probably win that round because he was on the he was always on the offensive. Yeah. Wilder's got a very interesting style of boxing where he just stands still. He doesn't seem to do <laughs> anything and then just throws massive haymakers out of nowhere. Uh, he doesn't seem to set up his punches at all. He seems to punch on the counter and just absolutely whack people. And it seems to work for him. It probably, yeah. it seemed that that was what he was playing for. Fury is actually a surprisingly intelligent fighter. He, yeah, I think he's, he's shown actually it quite an intelligent bloke as well. Yeah. He's he's very erudite, isn't he? He talks very well. 
although he's a little bit lads 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 sort of guy he i think he knows you can see there's a little spark of intelligence behind his eyes i think with tyson fury there was that has been knocked out of him now (laughs) yeah fair well that might have been while he was singing in his press conference afterwards (laughs) know where he was (laughs) so he was on stage at the the o2 or something Um, but he i I do think there there was a little bit of a, a sort of rocky versus mr t strategy hype. yeah strategy <laughs> where but it, he he's got a much more personable uh atmosphere around him i think fury he does i don't think he should get points for that though. no i'm not saying he should win the fight for it but he in he won everyone's hearts i think <laughs> in the hearts and minds he he was definitely the winner i think everyone wanted him to win yeah it, it's still been deemed as like one of the greatest sporting comebacks. Yes, to, from where he it's was, a, a little bit like Rocky, isn't it? Yeah. Although although he didn't win the fight, he still was the moral winner. Yeah, it does set up very well for a rematch. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, for Anthony Joshua, he's yeah, got yeah. Wembley booked out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's going to be there on his own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if they have a rematch, then then uh, Joshua won't fight either no, of them for not for a while, quite some time I mean, now. Joshua can wait, can't he? I think he. I mean, he won't want to, but the Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury are much older than Joshua. He's the young pretender, I think, isn't he? Joshua yeah. of, the, of the three. So it makes sense to have another. If you're going to have another Fury Wilder fight, it's got to be next. I think. Yes, I think it has to be. Um, whether it is going to be or not, who knows? But I. I would love to see it again it, and i didn't i didn't watch this one on pay-per-view i would be very tempted to buy the next one on pay-per-view or to get like to have a viewing party or something yeah that's what everybody's saying is like going into this match like the diehard fans are mm. sort of like really keen for it but yeah. now everybody's really keen yeah. for the rematch and everybody wants to see that rematch before like they want to see that more than they want to see a joshua yeah, fight yeah. although joshua is like he, he seems like a really good guy as well, a good boxer and like a real good stand-up guy for boxing. He's just not got the charisma that Tyson Fury's got. No, Tyson Fury. There's something about him that uh, maybe it is the story and how like open he is about his mental illnesses or like his comeback has been so well documented. And he was what 22 stone. He was massively yeah. overweight, <laughs> and you could see it on him a little bit, can't you? You can see he's got he's got some loose skin from where he's like lost all that weight. Mm, you but can he, tell him. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, cut that out, cut that out. <laughs> Big shot from Fury, terrific right hand. Oh, and there he goes! Right hand, left hand! And I don't think he's going to get up! I think it's all over! I think it's over! Is he going to get up? Can he get up? Can he get up? He does! Oh, my goodness! Somehow Fury has managed to get up! The referee is having a very, very close look at him. Is he going to allow him to continue? So, whilst watching the fight, I came up with another game, as I want to do. Uh, it came up because of Deontay Wilder. He was the first the first clue of the game. So, I'll use his, his sort of clue to explain how the game works. Okay. So, the clue... I don't know. You'll see whether you can get it. The clue was heavyweight is more a corner than a vindaloo. Can you see where I'm going with this? More a corner than a vindaloo. Mm. So it's to do with changing his name slightly. 
So the answer, do you want me to tell you the answer? Do you want me to let you try and guess? I literally have no idea. Okay, the answer is Deontay Milder. Oh, I see. He's more a Korma than a Vindaloo. <laughs> do, do you see? <laughs> I just about see what you've done there, yeah. Okay, so that's how this game's going to go. And Okay, was I'm, that an easy one? There's probably easier ones, hopefully. Okay. Hopefully. How many questions? There are ten questions. One out of ten coming up. <laughs> I... No, I think you'll be alright. I think you'll be alright. Not I'll, good with my words. I'll give, you, I'll give you little clues if you need them. <laughs> I really enjoyed coming up with this game. Oh wait, I haven't even given you the title of the name. What's what's the game called? But uh, well, that's I'm I I've only just found out what the game is. <laughs> I didn't go up with the title yet. Um, this game is called Deontay Milder. Okay, here we go. I'll give you little hints and tips if you need them. Question one. Former England captain cries disapproval. Former England captain cries disapproval. Mm. Football captain? Yes. I'll give you that. Cries. I just thought I probably should have put that in. Disapproval. Yeah. I kind of wanted you to be able to find the person quite easily and then try and get. Cries. Dis- it's not something like wine, Rooney. That's really good. <laughs> that isn't what I've got. That, it's the same person, though. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's really good. I should have gone for that. That's better. <laughs> Um, when you're disapproving at a football game, what do you do from the crowds? You boo. So it's Wayne Booney. Wayne Booney. <laughs> that was what I was going for. But I might give you two points because Wayne Booney is really good. Um, I need to clear that one. Hold on. I'm doing this on my phone. I've never done this before. What, have, used a phone? I'm hoping, no, I'm like <laughs> ticking the answers. So I'm really hoping that I can tick better on the phone than I have in past experience. Okay, question two. I almost said the name then. Palace Winger is advertised by Golden Retrievers. Palace Winger. Yeah. Advertised by, by Golden Retrievers. Ooh. I came up with Ad- this one watching watching Palace on Match of the Day. And it was the only thing that got me through that game. <laughs> good game. Good game. So this must be really good to get you yeah. through a whole game. He actually scored. Well, I was only on Match of the Day. Uh, he actually scored in the Match of the Day at the weekend. Oh, no. That's a good clue. Mm, if you'd watched it. I did not. But you did not watch it. I didn't. Not enough commitment. <laughs> I went to bed. <laughs> um, Palace wingers. Mm-hmm. Zaha. It's good. 
Wilfred. It's not Zaha. I'll give you that. Uh, Stop you going down the garden path. Who's that other winger? Mm. Ooh. I can give you a clue. Yeah. He used to play for Spurs. Nippy. Played for England. For a little bit. Fell off the map for a while. I didn't realise he was still playing. (laughs) (laughs) So that Aaron Lennon? No. He's playing for Everton at the moment. He was for a bit. Aaron Lennon. One of their big signings. Still there, yeah. He was really good for Everton, actually. Um... Oh, I should know this, shouldn't I? Palace Winger is advertised by Golden Retrievers. Played for England. Played for England. Advertised by Golden Retrievers. Nippy Winger scores goals from a long way away. Screamers. On his left foot. Have a think. What <laughs> What is advertised by Golden Retrievers? Dog food. Nope. <laughs> it's not dog related. <laughs> but golden retrievers are dogs. They are, but the thing that is that they advertise is not dog related. I see. Uh Andrex Townsend. Yes, Andrex Townsend. <laughs> I'm gonna give you half a mark for that one. <laughs> that took me fucking ages. <laughs> I'll give you some clues. Andrex Townsend. Okay. <laughs> Question three. England all-rounder has a puff. I bet he does. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) That sounds like a headline out of the Daily Mail. (laughs) Is it just Ben Stokes? Like, doesn't change his name at all. (laughs) You've got it, but you need to change his name. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Ben Smokes. Close. That's not what I've got on the page. Then smokers. <laughs> no, but it is to do with smoking. Again, Ben Smokes is probably better than what I've got. It's more to do with weed smoking, usually. Ah, uh, Ben Tokes. Ben Tokes, <laughs> that's right. Three from three so far. That's bad, Swap. isn't it? Oh, it's uh, from weed smoke. Oh, of oh, course. Tokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, I think I do all the time. <laughs> okay. Question four. This one's a little bit more tough. NFL star quarterback is like the Mona Lisa. Um, how many quarterbacks do you know? Mm, not many. <laughs> That's why you had to be one of the star quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Brady, surely. Mm. Like, like, what was the clue again? Uh, NFL star quarterback is like the Mona Lisa. Sad. Happy. Mm. Smiley. I can tell you, it's not Tom Brady. I know Ooh. more than one quarterback. No, mm, don't lie to I me. I do. <laughs> Drew Brees. Drew Brees. <laughs> um, I don't think I know any other quarterbacks. No, I didn't, I didn't know if you know this. This might be more for the fans, really. I watched um, Birmingham Uni. Oh, yeah. Uh, American football team versus Swansea. 
big big night at Birmingham Uni yeah. fireworks <laughs> was it really yeah and oh, nice. uh, the Birmingham Lions lost oh. they're terrible really ill-disciplined really loads of flags of on penalties. the play you do get a lot of penalties in American football though don't you I think yeah they gave Past them away at, they gave them away at crucial times really? like mm. hugging hugging <laughs> stop hugging <laughs> flag on the play <laughs> That sounds like another uh, Daily Mail headline. <laughs> they, 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 call it, they call it holding, but they mean hugging. <laughs> they mean cuddling. <laughs> anyway, just that's a little insight. Yeah, well, you're life. trying to think, <laughs> giving yourself some thinking time. And I've not thought at all. No, I don't know this one. No, we're moving on. But that one, the answer is painting Manning. Oh, I see. Mm, I not see. like Peyton Manning. Uh, yeah, I did know him. Mm, I thought you might know him, but I thought it was a tough one. So that's okay. He's still three from four, going well. This next one. Long distance lady is a poor rock formation. <laughs> <laughs> this one was my favorite one. <laughs> I bet she is. A poor rock formation. Yes. What's a poor rock formation? A landslide? No. It's mm, a good idea. Uh, right. Avalanche? Nope. Poor rock formation. Just a, a cluster of rocks. Mm. Long distance lady. Long distance runner? Swimmer? Mm, Swimmer. Could be. No, I'm not telling you which. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have long distance swimmers? Is that a thing? Yeah, o- like open water. Open swimmers. water. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I suppose I don't know any. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know any? Do you have any famous ones? Uh, Paula Badcliffe. Paula Badcliffe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one made me laugh to myself when I wrote it. <laughs> uh, yes, that was Paula Badcliffe. <laughs> I see what level we're aiming for. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> like a cliff, but bad. But bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I enjoyed that one a lot. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> no, it's really good. You're sharp. <laughs> uh, that's too cool. Good. <laughs> Question six. Uh, F1 driver can't hold a rugby ball. Can't hold yeah. a rugby ball. Specifically a rugby ball. Yes. Mm, interesting. Mm. What's the, what's so special about a rugby ball? Mm. To, it's toroidal. No. Is that, it's, it's what? <laughs> Steroids? Is that the right shape for it? I don't know. Toroidal? I was talking about this with my brother, actually. I don't know what shape a, a rugby ball is. Is that, it's is that what it's called? No, no, a toroid's like a donut shape, isn't oh, it? Oh, is it? I don't know. Interesting. Egg right shape. in. <laughs> yeah. If you is know, it? rather. Is it rugby ball shaped? <laughs> is it A? <laughs> Deontay Milder. Um, F1 driver can't hold yeah. a rugby ball. This one is quite tough because it's not. He's a current F1 driver, but he's not with one of the top teams. Hmm. A good clue. Yeah. I came up with this while I was watching the F1. Because he was like, his name was being said, but otherwise I probably wouldn't have thought of him. Yeah. So it might be tough for you if you haven't seen much F1. Can't hold a rugby ball. Fumble. Something fumble? Mm-mm. Close, but it's specifically a rugby ball. What? 
What would a commentator say if somebody yeah. can't hold a rugby ball? What happens when you can't hold the rugby ball? You, you drop it. And the referee calls... Knock on. Ooh. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the name. <laughs> it's Esteban Knockon. <laughs> because Esteban Ocon is an F1 driver. We've spoken about him before. Have we? Yeah, I should have known that. Yeah. Yeah. I Esteban, thought that was quite good. Because it's a good name. Esteban. Yeah. Yeah, he sounds like a drug dealer, doesn't he? Yes. A drug runner. <laughs> okay, that was question six, I think. So there's, yeah, four more to go. That's right. Question seven. Swan diving winger is our favourite potatoes. Wait, is a lot of our favourite potatoes. I don't... Uh, have you got that right? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's better without the a lot, but <laughs> that's what I wrote. But swan diving winger is our favourite potatoes. Swan diving winger. Chris Ashton. Favourite potato. Our favourite potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Mashton. Chris Mashton, that's right. <laughs> uh, I like that one too. I love a good Mashton potato. <laughs> yeah, he's a lot. I don't know why, but he's a lot of them. Maybe it's just because he's fat. <laughs> Question eight German basketballer is a perfect baseball game or a terrible ice hockey one? A perfect baseball game or a terrible ice hockey game mm. this one I think is quite hard because I'm not sure if you'll know the name of mm. the actual person German basketballer mm. in the NFL uh, NBA yeah, yeah sorry okay. oh, oh, yeah. you could play in the NFL <laughs> <laughs> NBA bouncing the ball around using my words yeah um, yes he's in he Oh, it was in the NBA. I don't think. I think he did retired this year. I think we mentioned him before. Possibility. He is the German basketball player. There may have been more, but he is the big one. Did he play for the Golden State Warriors? Mm-mm. No, no. Dallas Mavericks won the championship with the Dallas Mavericks. No, I don't know who he is, so okay. I'm going to struggle. Do you know what a perfect baseball game is called? For a pitcher. No. Okay. It feels like something I should know, but... Yeah, you may not get this one. So, a perfect baseball game is a no-hitter, because they don't get any hits. Yeah, that makes sense. And that would be a terrible ice hockey game as well. Yeah. And the clue was Dirk Nowitzki. Because Uh, Dirk Nowitzki is the name. (laughs) Nowitzki. That's really tough. It's tough. <laughs> if you'd known the player, you might have you might have been there, but it's, yeah. it's really tough if you don't. <laughs> I thought that was a bit of a, a bit of a long shot, but I had to get something there that you were going to get wrong. Yes. <laughs> you got so many right. Yeah. Uh, I just should just, I should just know more things. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the problem. I think is that yeah. you don't know enough. Um, that's the problem so. with this podcast in general. Actually, uh, <laughs> doesn't help. N- doesn't help. <laughs> Question nine. Bought my notebook this time though. You did. There's no notes. Nothing in it. In it. <laughs> Question nine. Snooker legend blows on byros. I bet he does. Today. <laughs> Another Daily Mail headline. <laughs> Snooker legend. Snooker legend blows on byros. 
that that's me blowing on a biro. That's it. Yeah, just, great. I was just sort of trying to visualize it. Yeah, you have to see how could that look. Hmm. <laughs> look at it from all the angles. Blows on biros. When do you mm. blow on a biro and it's empty? Mm. Blows on biros. Empty biros. To think how my mind works in like a wordplay type way. Those on biros. Hmm, this is exciting for listeners. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they're trying to work it out as well, though, aren't you, listeners? <laughs> <laughs> Shouting at the TV screens. It's obviously Mark Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Willie blows on it, obviously. <laughs> um, uh, I'm just thinking of snooker players now. Yeah. Trying to make it snooker fit. Snooker legends. Stephen Hendry, Pen Pen Pendry, Stephen Pendry. <laughs> Is he blowing on? <laughs> try, please, pens, try. <laughs> yeah, that one. I was starting to run out at this point. <laughs> that that yeah, that's really tenuous. It's a little bit tenuous because it doesn't sound right. <laughs> it looks right on the page, but it doesn't. It doesn't really. Sound yeah, like I could see it on the page, but it. it because it'd be pronounced Pendry. Pendry, yeah. <laughs> and you don't dree your pens. Maybe you do if you're Scottish. <laughs> it's dree. It's dree and it's pens. <laughs> I don't know what accent I was. <laughs> Maybe Scottish, I don't know. <laughs> okay, question 10. Darts legend falls off skateboards. Um, ooh. Uh, falls off skateboards. Yes. I don't know many darts legends. Oh, if you know any, this will be the one you know. Yeah. Phil F- falls off skateboards. Yeah. Phil. <laughs> it's also <laughs> when you like get water out of a boat. Uh, <laughs> Phil the power bailer. Phil Baylor. <laughs> That's right. Because he falls off his skateboard all the time. Because he has to bail. He bails. <laughs> yes, he does. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how to score this because I gave you multiple points on some <laughs> and half points on others. So I'm going to say you got 7 out of 10. Well done. Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy with that. You're Deontay. Eh, probably about a madras, I reckon. I'd take that. Comma madras. Comma madras. Comma madras. Hello, it's Ronnie O'Sullivan here, and this place doesn't smell that much like piss. (laughs) (laughs) The UK Championships is going on at the moment in a place that's not very smelly. In not a public toilet. <laughs> yeah. uh, at least according to Ronnie, anyway. Um, yes, the UK Championships is going on at the moment. Ronnie O'Sullivan is still in it. He's through to the quarterfinals at <laughs> the time of recording. <laughs> Possibly because his nasal cavities are not being assaulted in such a way. Well, he's not weeing himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone else did it. <laughs> <laughs> you are, smells like wee. <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's you. That's, that's you, Ronnie. <laughs> oh! <laughs> What should we do this snooker? <laughs> bash, bash, bash. Um, so he's still in it. He's through to the quarterfinals. Looking good. Very comfortably through to the quarterfinals. He had a 
bit of a scare in the first round. He did against, against old Ken, wasn't it? Yeah, I didn't our, even realise. Our mate Ken. <laughs> Ken Doherty was <laughs> no, still playing. Yeah, he's pretty much a pundit these days, isn't he? He does a bit like Steve Davis, still turns up and plays yeah. and then goes out in the first round and does punditry. Must have had to qualify. Yeah, he must, still, he, he must still have the world ranking for it, yeah. Or have had to go through qualifiers. Oh, yeah, they do have qualifying rounds. So, yeah, yeah, I guess he might have done that. I think that. he must have had to yeah. go qualifiers. Well, yeah, good play. Well played, Ken. Uh, unlucky that you got knocked out. He got drawn against Ronnie O'Sullivan. That probably means he did get through qualifying. Yeah. Because, uh, that's a tough draw in round one. Yeah, unlucky, Ken. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was, I haven't watched any of it yet, the UKs. I don't normally watch until the sort of later rounds of snooker. It's a lot of snooker if you watch every. Yeah, everything. and they're quite, they're quite short matches in the early stages. Uh, first to six. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. The moment is first two. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, first to six. Yeah, they played. I think the first round is best of seven. Really, I think <laughs> so. It's really short. Best of eleven at the moment, and then once it gets to the final stages, it's, it's good snooker. But I find those really short games of snooker quite hard to watch because it, like, you can. It's not fluky, but if you make one mistake, you can lose a frame, or and then that can be and that the can match be really almost. decisive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't. I like. I really like the long format snooker I'm a bit like test matches where they, they just go on forever I really like it it's, <laughs> it's such a tactical battle and yeah so I, I will probably watch especially if Ronnie stays in he's the big draw really for me yeah if he wins he will have uh, bested Stephen Hendry's mm. uh, triple crown oh, wow. um, record so that's the UK championship yeah. uh, the world world championship and Masters? Yes, that'd be it. Yeah, Masters. Yeah. Um, so I think both he and Hendry are on 18. Okay, 18 how, wins are in those three tournaments. Yeah, so okay. how they're split, yeah. I'm not sure. I think Stephen Hendry's still winning on World Championships. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But um, yeah, so he, he says he's not bothered about records no. or snooker. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, he does here, doesn't he? <laughs> but... Oh, on that tack, I suppose he um, he has announced. I oh, know that was going to be our last topic. Uh, we can do it. Do it now. No, let's leave it for the end because I think it's going to be funnier than the match fixing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, O'Sullivan. He's he is like the modern great, isn't he? At the moment, he's definitely the best player in the game. Yeah, and he's pretty much. Like, I do like snooker. But he is pretty much the one that I'll tune in to watch. I'm not going to tune in to watch Graham Dot no. versus Sean Murphy. No, nor me. I mean, if it's the final, I might. But if it's any other round, I'm not. I'm not tuning in. But I, I will tune in to watch Ronnie whenever he's playing because there's always there's always that chance that he's going to do something incredible. Yeah. Every t- like any time he's on the table. He or just pull off something incredible. Put a towel on his head and wheel on the floor. Well, I mean, <laughs> it could go either way. It could go either way, and either way, I want to be watching. <laughs> <laughs> something I don't want to watch though is the Chinese players who've been banned. I don't want to watch them. But you're not going to be able to. Ooh, that's what I say to them. <laughs> yes, I will not be able to watch them because they have been banned for a long time, haven't yes. they? Uh, Yu Delu and Kao Yu Peng are the two players. Yu Delu. Uh, has been banned for 10 years and 9 months which is a very is a long time. very long ban uh, Kao Yupeng banned for 6 years but 3 and a half of which were suspended um, so he I think he was more remorseful and he was only involved in 3 match fixing events and was also in financial trouble 
so they've been more lenient on him whereas UW very much wasn't in any financial trouble just did it because he wanted the money and still doesn't give a shit and yeah has not really shown much remorse (laughs) they called him a scourge in the game which is quite strong language and it was described as uh, one of snooker's darkest hours days yeah I don't even know who these people are Oh yeah, I mean, I don't recognise them. Apparently, at all. they're quite big names in the Chinese game, but they're not big in the international game yet. No. I don't think they were on their way up. Apparently, they're both quite rising stars. But no, I'd not heard of them either. They're not like international names. Yeah, I don't think, no. and they won't be now. Uh, UW certainly won't be. He's not going to be back in the game. I don't think uh, ten years is such a long ban. I don't think yeah. he'll come back. They didn't even make that much money, did they? No, uh, the BBC article said it was 5,000, or uh, Kao Yupeng said it was 5,000 pounds per fix. Per fix. So 15 grand, he did three fixes. So for 15 grand, he has risked being banned for six years. So Surely he could earn more money than that in the six years. I was going to say that works out less than three grand a year. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes you see... How much these players earn by doing something naughty. Mm. And you're like, oh, well, he's been banned for 10 years, but he earned a million pounds. Yeah. So he's earned a hundred thousand pounds a year. For that time that he was banned. I mean, you do have to give the money back when you get caught, but <laughs> <laughs> you can hide it. <laughs> you can try. <laughs> but yeah, I think, um, he may get criminally pros- prosecuted, you tell you, I think. Really? He, he has been quite intricately linked to like everything actually happening. Uh, well. um, whereas Kao Yupeng, I think, has been more led astray. So it seems like he might not get prosecuted so heavily. Um, it's quite a sort of sad part of the game, really. It's not... It is. There's been a few big names as well. Yeah, that have been linked with. I mean, Stephen Lee was the biggest one. Yeah. Uh, both in profile and in weight. Is... <laughs> 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 um, but he uh, he was a real bad egg, wasn't he? Yeah. Stephen Lee. He... So it turned out like you wouldn't have guessed it. Maybe not from him round the table. No, I guess not. I don't know. I, I didn't watch snooker that much when he was. I never really saw him play that much. Uh, I think he played in a time when I wasn't watching snooker that much. But I, he seemed nice enough. Yeah. Well, I don't know how much you can tell from somebody when just smacking balls around. Yeah, but. <laughs> it's hard to tell sometimes. But I mean, with interviews, you can kind of tell, can't you? Yeah. How they are. Yeah, I, I don't think I would. I wouldn't have guessed it. I, I wouldn't really. I don't really assume it of anyone. I don't think. No. I try no. not to think the worst of people. Uh, John Higgins was implicated in a match fixing scandal. Yes, wasn't he? and he did get a ban. He did get banned. He's never. So he never pleaded guilty to it. So no. there was more. It wasn't a very long ban either. His so there's, I think there's some clouded uh, issue around yeah. whether that was really, truly match fixing or not. It certainly wasn't as blatant as these two. Um, but Snooker does seem to have a bit of a problem. It does with doesn't match it? Fixing. Yeah. Whether it's just easier to find, maybe that's you just hear about it more. And they've been very strict. Like the bans that they've handed out. Stephen Lee was banned for twelve years. Yeah. Um, these two have been banned 10, 10 and 6 years they're big bands yeah. so I think they are doing what they can to stamp it absolutely, out absolutely yeah is, which is all you can do isn't it really I guess so you can you, I guess the other thing to do is education for the players and I don't know I, I don't know what else you can do more surveillance but well somebody somebody who's decided to do their part mm. is Ronnie O'Sullivan it is and he's just gonna stop playing snooker <laughs> 
He's going to start his own snooker. He's going to start his own snooker. Taking my table and going home. (laughs) And everybody's allowed to come with me. (laughs) Even Kaoyu Peng and Yu Delu, if you want, you can come and play too. He's going to start his own little breakaway tour, Yes, is what he's threatening. Uh, He's called it sort of the Champions League of snooker. So he just wants the very top players, doesn't he? And I didn't really have an opinion on this Mm. until just before we started recording. And then I thought to myself, this is horseshit. Yeah. Because I have seen the top eight players yeah. lose to, I don't know, number 124 in the world. It happens all the time. Mark it, Selby lost in the first round of yeah, the UKs. To somebody ranked to like 126. Outsider, yeah. You can get the best eight, but Ronnie himself has shown that doesn't mean he's going to play the best snooker. Sometimes he loses, yeah. yeah. I mean... The best teams getting to play, or the best players getting to play each other more often is good. But I think they do that already. I mean, the tour, like, Ronnie complains about the tour quite a lot. Yeah. About it being quite grueling, and there's a lot of tournaments on the tour. And yeah, fine, there is. And like, but he says that he's not worried about rankings and that don't that's what the tour's so about. Don't, so don't go to all the tournaments. Don't go then. to the tour tournaments, just go to the big tournaments, play in the Masters where there's only the top players, play in the Worlds where there's only the top players. And then he says, oh, but to get into them, I need ranking points, so I need to go to the other tournaments, or you could go through qualifying. Yeah, you can do, if you're confident enough. Like, if you're win. good enough that you put mm. yourself in the top eight in the world to play your little yeah. special invite-only yeah. tournament, then <laughs> you should be good be enough to get, to get through, like, playing 56,000th in the world? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> playing me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it because I do see where he's coming from to some extent. I do think the tour is, like, there are a lot of tour tournaments. It's a bit there similar are, to golf. Yeah. Um, and it does devalue world ranking points a bit when you have so many world rankings tournaments. Yeah, and you can climb the world rankings just by being there. Yeah, just by turning up. But, I don't know, making a invite-only select Yeah, league... he just doesn't like Barry Hearn, does he? That's all it is. I he, think that's he's it, yeah. very bolshy, and so is Barry Hearn. And when they clash, this is what happens. Like, Ronnie, Ronnie has constantly been buying heads with the World yeah. Snooker Authorities headed by Barry Hearn. So I think this is just a, another step on that. And I don't think he'll ever go through with it. Not at all. I think it's just bo- all bolshy, boister. That he, he never goes through with that sort of thing. Does he? he's no. Not, he's not the sort of person to follow through with it, I don't think. He hasn't even followed through with... He hasn't even followed through with retirement. No. <laughs> if I read the other day, he can play for another 15 years, is what he reckons. Yeah. So, well, good luck to him. <laughs> like Zimmer frame if he carries on like he is he's going to be playing on his own then. <laughs> where have you all gone <laughs> what a break what a fantastic maximum break that is Ronnie O'Sullivan's delighted the crowd's delighted John Virgil and I'm delighted five minutes for one unbelievable maximum break the players are over from the other side of the screen Sensational. A new segment for you this week. Yes. And it's taken us a long time to think of this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been thinking about how to shoehorn this in. That's true. Yeah. Right, yes. <laughs> Here we have. <laughs> um, it is World's Weirdest Events. 
Bracket Sports. Bracket Sports. <laughs> the reason it's called that <laughs> is because it makes the acronym WWE. So we're going to have wrestler names <laughs> and uh, wear masks. <laughs> have you got a wrestler name? I am. Um, I've thought of one for you. Oh, have you? Oh, yeah. Go, go. I haven't got one. You can be the jingler. The jingler. That's very good. <laughs> so I wear bells like all over. Yeah. Like, think look like a little clown, a little jester, <laughs> court jester. Okay, that's good. I'll be the jingler. Have you got one for yourself? You I don't know. On? Okay. Then you can be the, you can be Billy No Notes. Is that a wrestler name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be for a terrible <laughs> for wrestler. An awful wrestler. Um, <laughs> Well, you're Billy No Notes for this week, and I'll come up with a better one for next week. <laughs> I, I see where you're going with this. Backseat Coaches presents WWE! Brackets S. So essentially, uh, during the WWE, yes. we will introduce a new or different... Mm sporting event yeah a weird world event yes in bracket sports <laughs> <laughs> so this week i'm going to introduce you to the world pea shooting championships excellent held in witcham cambridgeshire every Ooh, year since far. 1971 oh that's good if you're keen, which keen. You, it sounds like you Definitely are I'm, I'm in the game. they're held on the second saturday in july Every year. Oh, it's a bit of a time away. Open to all. Ooh. Um, bit of background on it? Yeah. Go, hit me. So, this was invented, shall we say. <laughs> yeah, okay. By the head teacher <laughs> of a village school in Witcham mm-hmm. when he confiscated <laughs> pea shooters right. off his students who were shooting people with peas. <laughs> of course they were. <laughs> this was the 60s after all. Yeah, um, and then decided to stage a competition. Excellent. With their confiscated weapons. For who? For the students? To raise funds for this village school. Oh, that's quite nice, actually. So this head teacher was John Tyson, Good and life, John. the uh, World Championship trophy is the John Tyson ah, the trophy. John Tyson show. That's very good. Like um, so a bit about the format yeah. of the World Championships. Wait, wait, wait. Back on that story. Were the kids the ones shooting? Or who, with it, all these confiscated guns, in the tournament that he arranged? So, the competition he arranged yeah. was, for, well, I think it was like a for like fair champion shooters. It wasn't to begin with. Oh, it was just for like local people, right? To like pay and okay, yeah. So it wasn't just the school kids. No, you didn't just give them back to the school kids. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can have these back, but you have to do good with them. <laughs> <laughs> like a superhero would. yeah exactly <laughs> he recruited them as his like as his nephews with uh, great peas comes <laughs> great responsibility <laughs> <laughs> that's good <laughs> it's not the pea that we need <laughs> <laughs> it's the pea that we need <laughs> um so the I, I need the pea <laughs> <laughs> The format of the World Championships. Yeah. Uh, competitors will blow peas at a target from 12 feet away. Okay, stop again. Blow peas? Yeah, it's a pea shooter. So they're, they're, they're like the... 
Like, tubes. They're like straws, yeah. Oh, I thought they were like guns. I thought you what? put peas into the guns. <laughs> Should we start this again? I thought it was like a spud gun, but with peas. No, no like peas. So there's like, like a tube. Blowing. Okay, yeah. all right. Are they a real thing? Like, it's what was he confiscating? Straws. Straws, yeah, <laughs> just straws. <laughs> no straws for you. Well, they were just straws. Oh. Now, oh. you can get laser targets for your No, you can't. Yeah, you can. That's awesome. <laughs> um... So your your pea shooter can be made of any material, okay, but has to be less than twelve inches long, right? Um, you have in the sort of qualifying the knockout rounds up to the final, mm. um, you have five peas each, and you fire alternately at the target, okay, like and an it, archery target, and it's like an archery target yeah. points depending on how close you are okay. to the bull. Um, in the final rounds, it's ten peas. Oh. And you alternate. In the team events... Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I can see in your each eyes. Each player, each team member... Yeah. ...will have five shots consecutively. Okay. So you take oh, so it's all like a, five in a row. It's like a relay. And the elite pea shooters <laughs> will put all five in their mouth... ...and no. fire them off rapidly. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> So they've just got a mouthful of peas. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. The uh, 2011 winner had never picked up a pea shooter before. What, went on to win the world championship. It? Whoa. Maybe it's not that hard. Maybe I'll do it. But uh, in 2016... Did you have a laser sight though? Uh, I don't think this... So that was in the women's competition. Oh, okay. Um, in two. 2016, uh, Jim Collins won his third Open title, Ooh, and in the same champion. in the same year, Michelle Berry retained the ladies' title for a third year wow. running, using her father's pea shooter Ooh. with a laser targeter. Oh, so she she'd added the laser targeter actually. Yes. So her dad just had like an old school like wooden pipe, bit just a bit of tree basically, <laughs> <laughs> blowing on a bit of tree all the time, because. <laughs> It's only allowed to be 12 inches long, but it doesn't say how, like, how thick it could be. The girth. <laughs> so you could literally just have it long enough that it would fit on the floor. <laughs> so it's just 12 inches long and you're just sitting <laughs> on the floor. It'd be lovely and stable, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's true. Mm, I think I've got, I've come up with a good idea here. So <laughs> I'm going to win next year. <laughs> I will see you in, uh, Witcham, Cambridgeshire on the second Saturday in July 2019. It's a date. <laughs> Backseat Coaches presents WWE. Brackets S. There was some cricket at the weekend, but which cricket? But which cricket? <laughs> We're not putting that in the title <laughs> this time. It was the T10 League. Wasn't I it? didn't even know there was a T10 League. And helpfully, it's called the T10 League. It's got such a snappy title. <laughs> um, it is held in the UAE and it's rubbish, isn't it? T10 it, is It's like T20, but half. Yeah. And... T20 is already short enough. Yeah. T- like, so the reason we're talking about it is uh, Alex Hales and Johnny, Be- well, Johnny Bairstow first and then Alex Hales after both set new records for T10 scores. Is it because they're the first people to ever play in T10? It seems like it, yeah. <laughs> uh, the guy before was an Afghani batsman. Um, I don't think many of the top players have played T10, although Chris Gale is playing in this league. And a few, uh, Brendan McCullum is playing in this league. Yeah. So a few bigger names of, of, of time, times gone by, perhaps a little bit, uh, 
sort of olden times names. But Johnny Bairstow scored, what did he score? 84 in 24 balls, which is pretty okay. good, isn't it? That's pretty good. 350 strike rate um, for the Kerala Knights. And a few nights later, Alex Hales scores 87 off 32 for the Maratha Arabians. Were they bowling underarm? I'm not sure they were bowling. I think it was just on a tee. <laughs> just going whack it. Bosh! Yeah. Alex Hales took 32 in an over in one of the overs of the match. What? Um, but the weird thing is, like, he scored 87 off 32 balls. That's half of the innings. It's more than half of the innings. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So, yeah, I just think... I don't how, know. How, how many batters do they have? Oh, I assume it's the same, isn't it? Because the number nine. You're never going to get through. Yeah. You're never going to get through all the wickets, are you? In ten overs, no. That's stupid. Yeah, I don't know. I think T10 is a, a bit of a gimmick, to be honest. But uh, they've scored world records, so fair play to them. Good, good luck to them. But yeah, I don't know. someone's eventually someone's going to score a hundred in it. Yeah, but I don't think you can score much more than a hundred in it. A six no. off every ball is any what is it? Sixty, three hundred and sixty. So, Only, and you're not going to. I mean, you're not going to hit six of every ball. Are you? <laughs> it's very unlikely. Um, so, another shorter format is. Sorry, for two with me, <laughs> cheeky monkey. Uh, another shorter format. Another uh, gimmick, perhaps. Another gimmick, yes. A hundred balls, which we have spoken about before, uh, in quite some depth, which is still available somewhere on the internet, not on this podcast stream, but <laughs> if you really want to hear about it, it's on there somewhere. <laughs> Um, when it was first announced, we couldn't really understand why it was announced. I think I've changed my mind a little bit about it. I have not. No, I think uh, I don't know. So they've they've talked this week about uh, more sort of more in depth about the format. Yes, um, they've talked that it's going to be ten overs of ten balls. Yep, which can be split across two bowlers of five balls each. So, so 20, 20, overs. 20, 20 overs of five, <laughs> five balls, balls each. As opposed to T20. Yes, of six balls each. <laughs> so you're just losing one ball and over. But I think the difference is that they are bowling from the same end. So there's no switch of ends. So it's 10, o- so it's 10 overs. Uh, so that you're bowling 10 balls from one end, 10 balls from the other. So I guess that does change the game a little bit, even though it's... Changes, it speeds it up. Yes. Uh, apparently, that's what we were talking about beforehand, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's what I've heard. Is from, it's, it's something that they do in sort of lower grade cricket, is they bowl all, like, 10 overs from one end, 10 overs from the other, so that you don't waste the time turning yeah. over, turning round ends. And uh, I imagine it adds something tactically. Being able to split the overs. Being able to split the overs and bowling... Bowling 10 balls from one end. Yeah, 10 balls from one end. Mm. There's two two different bowlers from the same end. Yeah. But I don't think every team has sort of cricket tactics down in, say, T20 or even test cricket or one-day cricket Mm. that they need need something else. A new format to, to mess it up. So what I think now... Is it's not so much about the format, I don't think. I don't think, uh, I mean, it is because they're trying to brand it as a new thing. But I think there's a possibility it's to do with TV rights deals because they right. re- they really want to get it on terrestrial. That's what they're trying to do, I think, and that that is what they're trying to push for this um, this hundred ball. Is it's going to be 
something completely different from the county game. I think that's how they're getting around the fact that Sky's got all of the the cricket. I could go for that. Deals. So I think that if it's more cricket, yeah, that I can watch exactly. I want cricket to be back on the TV. This current, the recent tour in Sri Lanka, there wasn't even highlights on no. terrestrial. Couldn't couldn't find them. Had to watch them on YouTube and on a very poor quality highlight video. So it wasn't very well put together. Like the Channel Five highlights for the Test series in the summer was pretty good. Like yeah. an hour of highlights of an evening, that's fine. I think that's quite good. I'd rather the full day was on the telly. It was on yeah. terrestrial, but an hour of highlights of a night is is a, an okay substitute. But if you can't even get the highlights of a foreign tour what's the point how like how do we know whether England are playing or not yeah and the, the um reports could could just be lying yeah. Eng- England could have lost 3 now. propaganda I reckon yeah <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Stouch's propaganda as <laughs> <laughs> uh, England they've won 3-0 and uh, um, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> that's how he talks <laughs> Pro- pr- prove otherwise <laughs> <laughs> it's all uh, it's like half the world away <laughs> I'm gonna prove it <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think if if what they're doing with the hundred ball is trying to get it on terrestrial TV, I think they do need to change it a little bit more. Is still my my feeling on it. They need to change some other rules. I I think up. they should bowl from both ends at the same time. Yeah, to both batsmen. To both batsmen, and they can only run if they both hit it well. That's that's <laughs> not a bad idea. <laughs> Just the problem, the problem would be the balls hitting each other in mid to fight, but we will get around it. Or, or hitting the ooh, other ooh, bowler. Oh, <laughs> like what we said about using two squares. One batsman's on one, one batsman's on the other, so they're both and they're at other ends. Oh yeah. So that the balls don't clash. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's an idea. I think we've just come up with something there. That's good. What what do we call it? Uh, two two hundred ball twosies, <laughs> twosie cricket. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll think about it more. We'll, we'll brainstorm it more. But I think, yeah, I think they do need to come up with something a little bit more wacky if they're going to do it. I, I just, I just, or if if all it's to do is to try and get it on TV, then fine, just leave it as a hundred and see how it goes. Or just do like T thirty. Yeah, just pick pick a middle. <laughs> Wait, T thirty. So you want it longer again? <laughs> yeah, well, if it's if it's about TV rights deals, yeah. make it as close to a proper form of cricket as possible. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, in a way that allows you to play on terrestrial TV. Yeah, yeah. That's true. One, one, a, one and a half think, day cricket. I think they are the part of the idea is to market, make it shorter as well, isn't it? They want it. Yeah, because I think they want it to be like a couple of hours, same sort of length as a football match. Yeah. Or. Like anything that's on TV, rugby matches, they don't. They don't tend to have really long sports. No, on TV anymore. Do they? Test matches aren't on TV apart from on like pay for view. So, to get it on terrestrial, maybe you have to make it shorter. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm not as against it as I was when it was first announced. I thought it was stupid when it was first announced. But now that I can see a little bit more of what I think the logic is, reading between the lines, I think. But I'm, now it sounds like. It's not stupid enough. I'd still rather it's stupider. <laughs> <laughs> if it's just a hundred balls, if that's the only difference, what is the point? <laughs> I don't see the point. You may as well make it sillier. Make it T10. I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Uh, other news of cricket. Uh, Alex Hales and Ben Stokes are in their disciplinary hearings. I imagine they'll have had their hearings by the time this goes to air, but at the moment, they are just awaiting them. Yeah, this... Saga's just dragging. It really being... has dragged on a long time. I don't, I don't it was know. Before Christmas last year, when it happened. I guess they thought, well, if he gets arrested, 
there's no need for cricket, uh, cricket disciplinary because yeah. yeah, he'll true. be in jail. Yeah, that's true. Um, they, they could have done Hales longer ago. Yeah. They, they knew Hales wasn't going to get charged by the police. But no, I guess by that point, they'd waited long enough. They may as well do them together. So this disciplinary is because they are being accused of bringing the sport into disrepute. Yes. And they'd be right. Yeah, probably. I mean, they were, <laughs> they were at a bar very drunk of a night time. So after a cricket match, after a match, during in the middle of a tour, wasn't it? Or not tour in the middle of a series? Yeah. Uh, I mean, there is there is like freedom of speech and stuff where you know you should be allowed to do what you want. Yeah. To some extent, but they are putting themselves in a position where things like this might happen. Things like what did happen happened. Yeah. Um, and Ben Stokes needs to know himself well enough to know that he's hot headed. And alcohol is obviously going to make that worse. Ten pints will we'll do that. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Team of the Week. Team of the Week this week is SD Ibar, the La Liga team, La Liga team even. And Memory Card Company. And Memory Card Company, they have great memories. They've made some great memories by beating Real Madrid 3-0. Nice. Their first victory against the La Liga giants. Um, they are a tiny little team. They are from a 27,000 population town. Um, their stadium only ca- carries a 7,000 capacity. Wow, that's awesome. It's a very small. Um, they're La Liga's smallest club, but they have hearts of lions. They are very uh, sort of, I don't know, inspirational, I think, as a team. Um, they are run by two women. The chief executive, uh, Patricia Rodriguez, is the only woman chief executive in La Liga. And their president... Uh, Amaya Gorostiza was the key proponent of their sort of they had a, an Amazon documentary recently oh uh, yeah she was sort of the the face of the team um she's very uh she's got a very good relationship by by watching the documentary anyway she seems to have a very good relationship with all the players and the managers she's very involved um it's kind of a family feel the, she's the their mom team. she's the mom basically yeah which makes the chief exec the grandma <laughs> auntie <laughs> she's the less fun one <laughs> so she's probably the mum, and uh, the president's the auntie because the fun aunt, isn't it <laughs> uh, but yes yeah, so they, they seem to have a really good uh, ethos uh, their motto is another football is possible which is mm, quite, uh, quite deep a, yeah deep Good. They're currently 10th in the league after their big That's victory good. against Real. Um, they were 9th last year. They've only been in the league since 2015. Um, but they are doing their best to stay up. Um, they've got a real family atmosphere, is that what they kind of sell themselves on. It kind of, I don't know, a bit like Everton, a bit like Leicester perhaps um, in the Premier League. Very like little teams that have gone on to do well. So well done, Ibar. And I don't know, go and do it again, I suppose. <laughs> Team of the week. A nice story to end this week. Yeah. NBA superstar Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors. Yes. Received a letter from a nine-year-old girl, Riley, who was disappointed that she couldn't find any of the Curry 5 trainers for sale in the girls section of the Under Armour website. I was disappointed when I couldn't find any curry in my local curry house the other night. I'd be more disappointed about <laughs> not finding curry in a curry house. <laughs> Where's all your curry? <laughs> Did I didn't put my glasses on. Uh, curry five. <laughs> give me, give me curry five, please. <laughs> uh, trainer. <laughs> Tastes horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I let her shoes. That's what's happened. <laughs>
<laughs> there were loads. <laughs> really popular drunk yeah. students. <laughs> <laughs> so Steph Curry being um, an advocate of women's rights is, yes. um, and hosts an all-girls basketball camp. Mm. So he wasn't going to let this lie. No. And he worked quite hard with Under Armour to make a change. And yeah. the smaller sizes are now available to girls. Yeah. So th- it wasn't so much that she couldn't find shoes. That it was it was that they were marketed to boys, wasn't it? They were in the boys section of the yeah. website. Um, and there was no girls section of the website. So small shoes had been labeled girl uh, boys shoes and not children's shoes they could have just been labeled children's shoes can they yeah it's not as if girls have different like shaped feet or anything like girls can wear boys shoes. i don't know i've seen girls, girls feet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you got six toes what's happened there? <laughs> um. but he but he he made it changed so they're now yeah. marketed to boys and girls yeah and sent her a pair and invited her to a game yeah i he is a real like voice for change in American sport. He's been very vocal um, about black rights, about the Colin Kaepernick stuff, um, and women's rights in in sport as well. And refused to meet Donald Trump. Is that yes, right? yeah. He's he's very active, and uh, he's West Coast, so that's kind of where all the the activists live in America. So it's kind of it kind of makes sense for him to be there. But he is very vocal and very active, and it is really good. So like he's not only talking the talk, but also walking the walk and yeah. doing things that are actually like running the the girls' basketball camp and stuff. He's actually being the change, like making the changes that he wants to see. He's actually going ahead and doing them rather than just talking a good game. So I think he's a real inspirational sportsman, really. Yeah, and really nice to give this girl. A pair of his shoes, but she must have massive feet. I was going to say, they're never going to fit, are they? <laughs> have a great week. <laughs> <laughs>